0: So we just heard from one farmer waiting out the drought in Lyons, Georgia. The latest Drought Monitor report says dry conditions there are moderate, better off than other parts of the state. Areas north and south of Atlanta and central Georgia and near the South Carolina border have been in extreme doubt the point at which dry conditions really start to hurt agriculture. Weather's been hot as well as dry. An October heat wave has set multiple new records across the state. Well, on the line to tell us more is Weather Channel meteorologist Greg Postel. Hello, Greg.
1: Hi, good morning. How are you?
0: All right, thank you. But better than in in some places in Georgia, the next drought monitor report comes out tomorrow. Parts of Georgia have been getting rain in recent days. Expect the new report to show much improvement overall?
1: Well, as you were mentioning, the worst uh, areas affected by drought are sort of near Atlanta, maybe just south, and then northward into north Georgia and western South Carolina. I'm not sure there's going to be much relief uh, or much change in the new drought monitor that comes out tomorrow on a weekly basis. Those come out We just didn't get much rain in North Georgia and Western South Carolina in the last couple of days. Central Georgia and Southern Georgia did pretty good. They got a couple of inches. So there will be some relief there. But uh, in the northern part of the state, not so much.
0: So even when there is a good soaking after a drought, does it make much difference? Or is it about the time that crops are actually in the ground and other life forms?
1: Well, you don't want it all at once because then it's going to go right into runoff and not really get absorbed by the soil. So you really want it kind of Spread out over you know a period of time. So yes, it will help a couple of inches here and there, no doubt about that. Um, but we need a pattern change. We need things to change not just on a, sort of on a day to day basis, but we need something to get routine rains back into the southeast. You know, every several days or once a week or something like that. And we may be headed toward that in the next say, you know, one to two weeks to close out October, uh, we can hope for that because there are some signs of wetter conditions, not just on a daily basis, but sort of a pattern, a wetter pattern is coming our way.
0: Well, let's look at those patterns. Record-setting heat in the U.S. this October, summer a real scorch or two, July was the hottest month on record in the history of the planet, certainly toasty here. So what do those patterns over the past few months mean?
1: Well, they've kept the rain away. The fact that we've had what's called a ridge aloft in the jet stream, in other words, a big bubble of hot air over essentially the southeastern U.S., has been in place more or less for a long time. We're going back months, maybe even more than a year. Now, it hasn't been there every day, but it's been kind of the dominant mode that's shown up more often than not. And when you have those big bubbles of of warm air that really show up in the summertime, They're not going to allow rain to come in to play very often. They keep the fronts away um, and they oftentimes keep tropical systems away, which, believe it or not, in the summertime in Georgia, especially late summer, August, September, you know, while there are a lot of bad things that come with a landfalling hurricane, they actually can provide beneficial rain to places Uh, in the southern part of the state.
0: Let's talk about the difference between a moderate and extreme drought, which are the terms that are used. Latter means lost hay and grazing areas, other problems for agriculture. Leaves have been changing color earlier. So what are some of the signs of extreme drought here in Georgia?
1: Well, not much color change that you'd expect on the foliage. Um, there are levels of drought. Uh, we're in what's called D3 here in, in and around the Atlanta area and in North Georgia. That is uh, three essentially on a scale of uh, zero to four. So there's one more level that we could get to, which is called exceptional drought, which we're not in. And I don't think we'll be in um, anytime soon. But, yeah, we've seen noticeable lag in the uh, tree and the foliage changes uh, with the lack of rainfall.
0: We've got cracking ground in some places, getting reports of river and livestock ponds running dry, wells even drying up. This dry heat also means that outdoor burns can be very dangerous. And folks may remember 2016 when forest fires in North Georgia continued into the fall. Smoke so fierce, people in Atlanta saw it in the air for days. Are we at any risk of that level of fire this year?
1: Certainly more than average, yeah, for sure. With the dry ground and the dry conditions, um, that is definitely more of a a problem potentially than where we at normal condition. Um, But I think, you know, the rain over the next couple of days will help. And going forward, as I said, in the next one to two weeks, I think uh, good news for many of us, including the farmers and those obviously not wanting any uh, damage from fire, that's – That's going to be a good sign, I think, in the next uh, closing out October, as I said, with wetter weather coming in.
0: Greg, you you say the heat wave that's had our state locked in high dry weather, that bubble is finally relenting. Now, how does that work in terms of weather fronts on the move? Mm.
1: That's a good question, because oftentimes uh, when those systems are locked in, like those warm patterns aloft, those ridges in the jet stream, they deflect weather systems away. And it's precisely this problem that you get because the hot air uh, doesn't allow the rain, and then without the rain, the, drown, the ground dries up and then heats up even more, and so it feeds back on the pattern already in place. So it's a positive feedback loop where the warm and the hot conditions dry out the ground, make it even warmer and hotter, which that pattern tends to deflect the rain away. So it's, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you need a dramatic shift almost globally to change things, and we are starting to see that, uh, dry, hot pattern breakdown. In fact, I think the second half of October is going to be relatively cool um, compared to average. And that is quite a departure from what we saw in the first week or two of the month, where we were seeing all-time October records broken excessively. Now, it, this is remarkable because we were getting all-time monthly records broken, which is a rare feat on its own. But they were broken on consecutive days in many locations in Georgia, including Atlanta, including Macon, lots of other places as well.
0: What does this weather pattern mean for hurricane season, which runs through November 30th? So, not over yet. What are the odds that Georgia is going to see another hurricane this year?
1: Uh, odds are low, uh, but not zero. In fact, we're watching right now an area in the southwestern Gulf of Mexico, a gathering area of uh, thunderstorms that. Uh, may acquire some kind of tropical characteristics, probably not going to become a hurricane, but it may carry that disturbance right now in the southern Gulf of Mexico, may actually and probably will get into Georgia, believe it or not, right, this weekend, uh, which could bring at least several inches of rain to the central and southern part of the state. So, Well, you know, it's not likely it'll be a hurricane. And overall, you're exactly right. The season is winding down. This is the time of year precisely when we can get those kinds of systems that are relatively moist, maybe not hurricanes, but sort of tropical things coming into our part of the world. And and we desperately need that because it's been so rough for us uh, drought wise. All
0: right. So beyond the rain predictions, what's coming for winter? Anything that you can look at in terms of (laughs) patterns?
1: We want to know it uh, all. Yeah, right. Well, you know, the, um, the, most of the guidance that I see and the models that are run sort of on a seasonal basis pretty much unanimously suggest that it will be warmer than average and drier than average. But um, that, you know, those are sort of slight differences from what we typically get. So there's not a you know guarantee one way or the other, but the trend is sort of leaning toward warmer than average.
0: Meteorologist Greg Postel from the Weather Channel, thanks so much for speaking with us.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Join the conversation on our Facebook group, GPB Radio's On Second Thought. How's the heat been affecting you? Do you remember the 2016 forest fires in Georgia? We also got some conversation going on yesterday's interview with Pat Mitchell, prompted some of you to comment. Melvin said, I thought it was a good interview. It was interesting what she said about the emphasis that was put on appearance. Alan, like Pat's observation, that women must change the nature of power rather than power changing the nature of women. Well, we would welcome your comments as well. It's Facebook. It's our group. It's GBB Radio's on Second Thought. Way in there on Second Thought. Produced by Amelia Brock, La Raven Taylor, Priya Mahadevan, Jake Troyer, Jesse Neiswanger as our engineer. Amy Kylie, a senior producer, executive producer Mary Lynn Ryan. I'm Virginia Prescott. Till tomorrow.